1: Did you miss Canty and Carlin?
0: Thursday night football, and it's a matchup we crave. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brady and the Bucks against the Ravens and Lamar. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. There are a lot of questions around this game. We started the show talking about this the idea that this game who is it bigger for whether it's the bucks or the ravens we mm-hmm. find out the news a little while ago that jamar chase is going to be out 4 to 6 weeks for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. I felt like this was a bigger game for the Ravens to begin with, and now I think even more so because there's there's an opportunity here. I mean, that's a major weapon you're taking away. Uh, even though the schedule is not brutal moving forward for Cincinnati, sitting at 4 and 3, Chris, this is a this is a massive game for the Ravens to go get tonight.
2: No doubt about it, and they should get this game because you talk about the depletion, the efficiencies on the defensive side of the ball for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Carlin, three-fourths of their secondary is going to be out of this game. Carlton Dur- Davis, Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, I mean, you, Antoine Winfield Jr. Th- th- that's important when trying to figure out how this this Bucks defense is going to slow down this Ravens offense. And so when you start looking at the personnel that's going to be on the field, this is a game that Baltimore should have in hand. This is a game that they should absolutely win. We know the Bucks have struggled on offense, but lately they're struggling on defense too. And with those injuries, with those guys in the secondary, it's going to affect how Todd Bowles is going to call this game. The Bucks love to bring the blitz. They have a top five blitz rate in the National Football League. It's going to be hard to do that when you don't trust your guys in the secondary to hold up in man-to-man coverage.
0: Yeah. and it, So, I mean, do you think this is even close?
2: No, I don't think this is close. I think the Baltimore Ravens boat race the Bucks wow. tonight. I I I just I think this is going to be a track meet. Todd Bowles wow. is going to do what he does, which is send pressure. I think it's going to be a big night for Rashad Bateman, Devin DuVernay, and Mark Andrews if he plays. Because I just don't think that the Bucks will have guys that can match up against those dudes.
0: Now, from Schefter a little while ago, Mark Andrews is expected to go. That came in the last 10 minutes or so. Uh, That tweet, along with uh, Gus Edwards, is also expected to go. Yeah. But,
2: you know... I think this is a game they went through the air, Carlin. Because Tampa does blitz so much, and you have a quarterback that has the second most touchdowns passing against the blitz in Lamar Jackson, I I just think that that Ravens offense is going to be much more pass-centric in tonight's matchup. I think that's the way they take advantage of it. Because, listen, with Gus Edwards, we know the injury history, it's been a long road back for him playing his second game back from that injury on a short week. You have to anticipate that they're going to manage his workload. And so I'm thinking that Lamar Jackson is going to win this leg,
0: win this game with his arms, not his leg. If that's the case, I mean, the, the bucks are in a, in a terrible situation and, and I'm saying that fully believing that it's more important for the Ravens simply out of the fact that the, nfc south stinks and mm-hmm. and they could fall to three and five and still be in a very good position to go and win this division mm-hmm. and having said that though we had jenna lane on earlier today and this was jenna responding to something that you had been talking about earlier in the show at what point do you guys start to look at each other a little bit sideways when things are going south
3: when i talk to cornerback to Melvine Dean and I asked him do you, do you get the sense that, that guys are checking out and he said you know we just need to play for each other and not be selfish and I said are you guys playing for each other and usually with winning teams that is something you hear quite often yes and and I think if this was a team that that really was in sync and playing in unison I think he would have said very definitively, yes. But no, the answer that he gave me was actually, will see. So that to me was very telling. That suggests that guys are, are still pretty locked in, but at the same time, they're starting to look around and they're starting to wonder, are the guys around me all in? Are they all, are they all in the way that I am? And, and I think if these losses continue to mount, you're going to see more of that.
0: That's Jenna Lane, ESPN NFL Nation reporter who covers the Bucks, And that's pretty tough. I mean, that, that's a damning thing uh, to hear about a situation. And you're talking about chipping cars home early and all that kind of stuff. If the Bucks are in that spot tonight already, if you lose this game, I mean, <laughs> if you're Tom Brady, maybe it's time to just go now.
2: Well, listen, he, well, he's not going to. I know he's not going to do that, But but, geez. But, here's, but here's what I'll say. I mean, with each loss, you're talking about sowing more seeds of doubt in that locker room. What the hell are we doing? We've lost four of the last five games we played. We're on the verge of losing a third straight game. Carlin, there's going to be some questions in that locker room about the coaching staff putting us in position to win. How real is the commitment that guys have to competing at the highest level? And whether or not Tom Brady still got it. Those are all going to be questions. And the volume on those questions is only going to continue to get louder if they don't get this thing turned around. But it's going to be hard to do that when you've got so many guys out of the lineup and this team doesn't have an identity that it can lean into. We thought early on it was going to be the defense. Through the first three weeks, we said that this could be the best defense in the National Football League. And things changed on a dime when they ran into the buzzsaw known as the Kansas City Chiefs. And since then, that defense ain't been right.
0: No, it hasn't been. It hasn't been right at all. And I'm surprised by it. And they're... A couple of things that if they're going to win, they're going to have to play much better on that side, even without the guys that they don't have tonight. And they're also going to have to run the football more effectively, and they haven't done that. Mm -hmm. They haven't done that. They haven't done it enough, and they haven't done it well. They have to do it more just to begin with. because I don't know that they have the guys to do it, though,
2: Carlin. And and here's the thing. I'm a big believer that offensive linemen are better going forward than going
0: Times, Well, Carlin,
2: listen... (laughs) 80% They 80% of their yards come from passing the football. Yeah. That's not because they want that percentage to be that high. That's because that's what they can do. When you look at the run game, the engine for the run game is the guard-center-guard trio. You're talking about all new pieces along that front. Think about it. Luke Gadecki coming into season. the season. the 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 Robert Haney, the yep. center. Shaq Mason. Those are all new guys. And oh, by the way, Gadecki, he's going to be out tonight's game. So that's another... New piece, a backup-level player. Jensen's still out. Jensen's yep. still out. So th- that's why it's going to be hard for them
0: to win in the run game because those guys can't generate any movement at the point of attack. Now, I'll say this, though. As far as being more concerned about the Bucks' defense, it's completely fair. What you don't want to do tonight if you're the Ravens, don't put yourself in a situation where he can come back on you again. Don't do it. Because as much as they were able to navigate their way through against Cleveland, you could give that team an awful lot of confidence if the Bucks go into the fourth quarter, quarter, If you let them hang exactly. around,
2: then Tom Brady and some of that late game you, magic can come out. Here's the I other can see thing: the fourth quarter meltdown. Here's
0: the thing that you got to watch. That would worry me about the Baltimore Ravens defense. Well, here's
2: what needs to worry you about the Baltimore Ravens offense: Justin Tucker, over the last three games, has kicked five field goals inside 35 yards. You know what that means? They they're not cashing. The they're not cashing in on the red zone. They're four or eight in the red zone. 50% in the red zone is ridiculous. It's got to be higher. They've got to find a way to be able to do it. They've got to be able to run the ball when the opposing team knows they're going to run it. And Lamar Jackson has got to take care of the football in the red zone. So those would be the things that I'll watch from Baltimore side. But in looking at this matchup and looking at who's going to be in versus who's going to be out with injury, this should be a runaway
0: with the Baltimore Ravens. It really should be. It, it, it should be. Will it be? Mm, I don't know. The thing I would say, you were talking about this earlier. So you think Bowles is going to blitz a lot? That's what he does. Yeah. They're top five but I mean in sp- in blitz Especially rate. against Jackson, though, I'm saying. Well, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I could absolutely see that. Okay. Yeah. Well, against the blitz this year, 96 dropbacks, three sacks on Jackson, eight touchdowns, two picks. Yeah. He's got the second most passing touchdowns against the blitz. Yep. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Strangely enough, the Bucs are favored by two in this matchup. How? I guess it's short week at home. They're favored you, by I two. I tell you, you have got me completely on board with you right now, which means the play of the day is coming up in about 30 minutes. And you can probably tell which way it's leaning. It's just the question of our props and our parlay, because our, our parlays i have been pretty on point. We got hosed by the Nets last night being... Shoot it, Ben! Inept, Shoot it! In, inept <laughs> offensively. Yeah, Kyrie Shoot wasn't it, the ben! only one
2: saying that. It was me, too. Kyrie screwed us, too. <laughs> I mean, he was 0 for,
0: 0 for 7 from three-point land. Come on, Kyrie. Got to be better than Come that. Come on, bro. Got to be better than that. Ravens and Bucks tonight, That you know what that is? That's a hot ticket. That's yeah, a hot ticket is. down in Yeah, Tampa. it is. Yeah, it's It's brought to you by Vivid Seats, where you earn rewards with every purchase. Vivid Seats Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats, life happens live. A former top five might be playing the most important game of his career on Sunday. Here's how you know it's a good tease. I have no idea what that's about. We'll find out after this from our friends at FanDuel. Football season is underway. So now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number 1 sportsbook because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, and by the way, God, and it's so easy to use. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line for point spreads to player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride-or-die alive
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: Did you miss Canty and Carlin?
0: Interesting season for the New York Jets. It's been a really good one so far. But then, Monday, it turned a little bit ugly when they found out that they were going to be without Elijah Vera Tucker and Brees Hall for the remainder of the season, 5-2 and on the year. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance. Hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The one thing that every Jet fan needed to desperately see this year was progress, and they have seen that so far in spades. Mm -hmm. But they also needed to see progress at the quarterback position. It is arguable that they have seen that, because there have been times where the Jets have seemingly won in spite of Zach Wilson, who has not played all that well. I would argue that, you know, when they were rolling – about 10, 12 years ago with Mark Sanchez in his first couple of years, that Sanchez was playing better than Wilson is right now. Mm-hmm. Having said all that, where do they stand with Wilson? Is this a. Is this entire season at this point a referendum on Zach Wilson? I think this is a big week for him. Well, yeah, he's going up against
2: a team that has a quarterback controversy, if we even want to call it that, but their head coach and Bill Belichick. Doesn't know which quarterback is the lesser of the two evils, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappian. In Mac Jones' case, particular, this is a guy that is in the same draft class as Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Coming into this year, the biggest questions that Jets fans wanted to know do we have a head coach? Do we have a quarterback? Well, they're five and two in spite of splitting time with their quarterbacks. Three starts from Joe Flacco, four starts from Zach Wilson. I think they've answered the question of whether or not they've got a head coach. He's got his identity on the defensive side of the ball. Rob Salah's defense is top 10 in yards and points. The guy can coach. But we don't know if Zach Wilson can play quarterback. Carlin, of all the starting quarterbacks in the National Football League, he's got the second worst completion percentage. Carlin, he started four games. He's only thrown one touchdown pass. Joe Flacco has five times as many touchdown passes as Zach Wilson, and he ain't played since week three. That's where we are with Zach Wilson, and there needs to be concern about it, not only with this game, but moving forward in terms of this guy being a force multiplier for the rest of the squad because you just lost your two best players on offense, Brees Hall and Elijah Vera
0: Tucker. It's time for Zach Wilson to grow up. Well, here's Mike LaFleur, the offensive coordinator,
3: on what he sees from Wilson. He knows when to take his chances, when not to take his chances, uh, you know, within a game. He's getting more comfortable playing the game within the game, you know. So, I, you know, I would I would anticipate that's just going to continue to grow. And, again, you go back to four weeks ago versus Pittsburgh where we were down by 10 in the fourth quarter. Uh, him and, and the rest of the guys did what they had to do to, to find a way to get a W. So, you know, like I keep preaching to the guys, we can, we can play any game. Uh, we can play any game necessary. We've proven that over four games. Uh, we want to get more consistent. Uh, but but uh, they can play any game
0: look Mike can say what he wants at the beginning there when he says he knows when to take risks and when not to that's not true mm. not based on what I saw the other day because when you're watching him Chris that is the number one thing in his game that is problematic when you are trying to extend a play and when you have been that guy your entire life and has been able to be better than everybody else and make those big plays down the field that's one thing to get it out of your system when everybody else is on the same level that you are or better than you, you cannot do that and rely on it all the time. Now, there was a play in the game in the third quarter yep. where he rolled out to his right and made that right decision. Extend, 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 not there, throw it away. Chris, not 10 plays later in the fourth quarter? Extend, 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 it's not there throw it toward the middle of the field, which no, is the no, worst no, thing no, you it can was do. No, no, no.
2: It was later on in the third quarter. I know the play that you're talking about. He's yeah. drifting out of the pocket to his left. And no, act- no, no. This one was to his right, but I know the play you're talking about. We yeah, have two different ones well, well, he's drifting out to his left, and then he throws across his body, and it's high in away way. Like, that, that's, that's a ball that you're begging to, to have get tipped and picked. Yep. And a quarterback can't make those types of decisions. And so – You're looking for the growth and the evolution of Zach Wilson because you want to have that box checked in terms of knowing that you got your future franchise guy, especially with the quarterback-rich draft class in 2023. Now, this is not to say that the Jets are going to go down that road, but this offseason, what Joe Douglas has done is try to eliminate all the excuses as to why Zach Wilson can't have success. I'm going to fortify the offensive line for you. Uh, I mean, we had some injuries early on with Makai Beckton. We went out and got Dwayne Brown, who's played well. I mean AVT is a stud. Uh, you you look at some of the things that they've done in the skill position core, drafting Garrett Wilson with a top 10 pick. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure what more can be done in terms of being able to put the pieces around Zach in order for him to have success. Now it's just about the kid being able to get it together between with the 6 inches between his ears. That that's ultimately where where it starts. He's got to be able to think the game and process things fast enough where he makes sounder decisions because what i'm seeing is a lot of turnover worthy plays now they haven't cost the jets yet but carlin i'm worried that as you start to take away from some of the pieces that he's
0: had around him Mm -hmm. those issues are going to get again pop up and what's what's the instinct going to be there chris we don't have as much as we did i need to go make a play Mm, no 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 yeah be careful just just be careful.
2: Yeah, when it, comes to, still... when it comes to quarterback play, try harder doesn't necessarily equate to success. Exactly. If that makes sense.
0: Chris, I still think he's in that part of his development where not screwing up is the most important thing. Learning how to not screw
2: up. But that's not going to be good enough for the Jets to be where they want to be. We've recalibrated the expectations for this team. Carlin, if they go 500 to west of the way, you're talking about them being 10 and 7. They should be in the postseason in the AFC. At and 10 I would seven. argue
0: they could do that as long as he doesn't screw up the rest of the way. He may need to make no, a couple he's gonna, plays. No, he's going to have to make some plays, Carlin.
2: They, they're they not going to be able to go Is this a Zach
0: Wilson game on Sunday?
2: Does it, sure, Zach Wilson, it sure as hell looked like a Justin Fields game on Monday night
0: against that Patriots defense. Why can't it be a Zach Wilson game? I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. But the first thing I, I, I feel better about, I'm worried about Belichick throwing everything in the kitchen sink at him. Can I say all. this?
2: I feel better about the weapons around Zach Wilson than what's around Justin
0: Fields. Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. So why
2: can't Justin Fields go out – I mean, why can't Zach Wilson go out and have a Justin Fields-esque performance? Now I get it. He he doesn't have the ability to use his legs like Justin Fields, but this is a guy – Well, he extends plays. Well, yeah. he extends plays. This is a guy, again, that the Jets passed on in order to take Zach Wilson. Remember? They're all in that same draft cast. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, they're all in the same draft class. We just saw Justin Fields light up that Patriots defense for 33 points. Zach Wilson, it's time for you to exercise the demons when it comes to the New York Jets' struggles against the New England Patriots. What's it been, 12 straight games? Mm-hmm. It's time for that to be over. You got a defense that can do it. Now it's up to you to carry your weight as the leader of that offensive unit.
0: Kent and Carlin brought to you by AT&T 5G. Too much college football? is never too much with AT&T 5G. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. In moments, we give you Thursday night props. Hello. Thursday night props. Hello. That put a little cash in your account. Canty and
4: Carlin, ESPN Radio. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI,
2: Little uh I think we figured it out though with that last one. Parlay. I think we figured it out you with think that last so? one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I like it.
0: I like it. The juice is better too. Yes. The juice is better than what we were just talking Nice, about. nice. Oh, it's a prime
2: time parlay. We're, coming cooking in 15 up, minutes. we're
0: cooking it up. We're Canty cooking it Carlin. up. Canty and Carlin. ESPN radio and on the ESPN app. Yes, the primetime parlay comes in fifteen minutes. But it's time to give props. Give props, not just to ourselves, because we're fabulous, but give props as in winners tonight. So let's do that. Evan is here
3: to host Given Props. Evan, let's go. All right, no production. Let's go. Who scores the first? I didn't think we had one. Oh, yeah, we do. It's great. When did we get one? Uh, Last week. Oh, Oh, yeah, you guys weren't here. That's right. You hosted Greeny last Thursday. Well... We're just gonna do this right on the air. It's uh second row uh uh-huh. five in. Second row five in.
1: We're not afraid to tell you when we got something right. Wow. You were right or wrong. That was terrible. It's time to give yeah. props.
0: Not enough O's and smooth. The way we <laughs> put that together, <laughs> Evan, go!
3: Who scores the first touchdown tonight, Chris Carlin?
0: Who scores the first touchdown tonight? Uh, Mark Andrews will score the first touchdown tonight for the Baltimore Ravens. Mark and Mark Andrews. Yes, I'm going
2: to go. I'm going to go. Rashad Bateman. Score Rashad Bateman. Bateman.
3: All right. Mark Andrews plus six seventy five. Rashad Bateman plus
0: eight
3: fifty. Mm. All right. Not Tom, My to add that not to the bad. parlay.
0: Not yet. No, 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 no! Not no, no, no. no. no, no, no. no, you see. I, I here's my one thing though. I never like adding first touchdown to the parlay because I don't want it to be dead in the first quarter. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Early right. night.
3: Go ahead. Tom Brady anytime interception? Yes or no? Chris Carlin. I
0: personally think yes. Canty doesn't necessarily agree, and he doesn't agree because Tom's only thrown one this year. That's right. So, is Tom going to press tonight or not? Listen. I would, say, I would say yes, he will throw an interception tonight, can't he? No,
2: he's not going to throw an interception tonight. Although that Ravens defense they is do take opportunistic the ball away. and they can pressure the quarterback. Last week coming off of a season high, five sacks for that defense. But I don't think Tom throws the ball away. He Thank did that you. last week, he's not going to do it this week.
0: Thank you for making my point for me.
2: He did that last week though, he's not going to uh-huh. do it this week.
3: Next! The Ravens to win by 13 to 18 points, Chris Canty.
0: See, this is interesting because Canty said he loves the Ravens to boat race them tonight.
3: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Boat race. It's going to be a double-digit double digit margin of victory
3: for the Baltimore Ravens.
0: So what does that number have? What are the odds on winning by 13 to 18 points?
3: That's a great question. I yeah, I mean,
0: it's usually pretty good. I would say, I, I'm not going to say... 13 to 18 points. I would say Ravens win this game tonight by 10 points. It's a double-digit margin of victory. Yes, but he he specifically asked 13 plus, to 18 well, because plus it's a range. 900.
3: Plus yeah. 900.
0: 900. Yeah. But you, you get snippy sometimes. No, I'm just you know, a little snippy. Next. Well,
2: you, feel, you made it sound like I was that far off. No, you are talking about that far off. Point. You're talking about three points. No,
3: I know.
0: Congratulations. Pass yourself on the back, Carla. Two it? touchdowns. Well, we're giving props here, so okay. let's
3: do that. All right, next. Tom Brady over under one-and-a-half touchdown passes. Carla?
0: I'll go over. I'll go over. I say he throws two touchdowns tonight.
2: I'm taking the under. Fade him. I'm fading him. I'm fading him.
0: You don't think he'll throw an interception, but you got him under one-and-a-half touchdowns. Yeah, I think he throws one
2: touchdown. I think that's it.
3: Okay, next. Lamar Jackson over under 61-and-a-half rushing yards. I always have trouble taking
0: the under at Lamar Jackson rushing yards, so I'll take the over at sixty-one and a half. I know it feels like a heavier number, but like when does he disappoint?
2: Boy, you and I are simpatico right now because I'm seeing the same thing. I think the Ravens get out to a big lead early, and Lamar Jackson is a part of them salting it away in the fourth quarter with the run game.
3: Mm-hmm. Next, Lamar Jackson over under nineteen and a half completions tonight, Chris Canty. I'm gonna
2: go over that number. I think with the guys out in that secondary, there are going to be a lot of completions, a lot of catch-and-run opportunities for those receivers, for the Baltimore Ravens, just because Todd Bowles loves the blitz. Mm -hmm. Like, if you like the blitz, that means getting the ball out quick. I see Lamar Jackson doing a whole lot of that, which is going to bump up that
0: completion number. So, yeah, I'm going over 19 and a half completions. Weather tonight in Tampa, is that okay? I haven't looked. I, I would say over, not by much. 22-23 completions, I would say. So I'll go over
3: uh, without double-checking the weather in Tampa. Next. Chris Godwin, over under six and a half receptions, Chris Carlin. Oh, by the the way,
0: weather in Tampa, 83 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Beautiful. Perfect. Beautiful. (laughs) And I feel good about it. Chris Godwin, over six and a half, I'll I'll go under there. Uh, Yeah, that feels like a heavy number tonight. Yeah, I'm with you on that one.
3: Next. Well, the weather's going to be great, so how about this? Over under Justin Tucker, one-and-a-half field goals made, Chris Carlin. I'll go over. Yeah, I'd I'd go
0: over one-and-a-half field goals made. I think that's a pretty safe bet, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I think the Ravens score a lot
2: of points, but I think some of those points are going to be with Justin Tucker taking field goals in plus territory. So, Next. I'll go over.
3: Last one, Leonard Fournette over under 82-and-a-half yards from scrimmage. Chris Canty?
2: Under, fade Lenny, fade him. I'm going under. I don't see it. They can't run the football. I don't think he's going to be that much of a factor in the passing game because they're going to need deeper shots. So I'm fading Leonard Fournette yards from scrimmage.
0: Yeah, that's that's a lot. That that 82 and a half is that feels like a big number tonight, boy. But we are very anti the Bucks tonight. We are very anti the. Bucks well, I was tonight. the
2: one that said it in the production meeting, and it seems like I've swayed you over to my side.
0: You have, you have. I, I, I still
2: struggle to understand how the Bucks are favored in this game with all of the guys out. Now that number has moved from the Bucks minus two to the Bucks minus one and a half. Mm-hmm. So maybe the rest of the world starting to see it our way a little. Or bit. the rest of the world is listening.
0: And they're paying attention to what there you're having you to say. Well, we have been making people money. That's true. Yeah. I mean, you listen if you're smart. That's up to you. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. And yes, it is on the way. Your primetime parlay. It is coming. Should I bring a money gun to Minnesota with me, just in case?
3: Yes!
0: <laughs> yes! <laughs>
2: I feel good about this one. You think I, I No, you don't. Know, I, I don't think you can put that can in your carry on. Can I get through on, TSA? Though. No, I don't think you can put that in your carry on. So maybe <laughs> the money not. gun stays. Up. I'll
0: shoot it off for you. How about that? I'll shoot it off for you. <laughs> I feel good about this one now. Canty and Carlin ESPN Radio.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jet's Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network.
1: Did you miss
0: Canty and Carlin? The Denver Broncos feel good about Russell Wilson's contract and say the scrutiny against Nathaniel Hackett is unprecedented. That's, that's George Payton, the GM. You want to take a listen? Yes, please. <laughs> Here he is. I
4: believe in Nathaniel. You know, he. he uh, I support Nathaniel 100%. Um, he's been in this seven games, you know, as a head coach. Uh, the scrutiny he's, he's faced is, is unprecedented. You know, we've had four primetime games, so he's kind of had to learn in front of the entire world. Um, but I really like how uh, the team, he's, he's he's kept the team together. He's They're connected. He's kept our building together. Um, And I appreciate how he's he's fought through that.
0: I know he's got to say all that, but, Chris, if you're a player in the locker room, how soon did he start getting the side eye?
2: Carlin, he couldn't even make it through the entire sentence without stumbling because (laughs) he realized how ridiculous it was. (laughs) The scrutiny he's faced is unprecedented. No, it's not. All you have to do is look at his game management. It's terrible. Look at his offense. It's terrible. You know what's unprecedented? How bad they are in the red zone.
0: That's unprecedented.
2: That's unprecedented. (laughs) It's historically bad. You got to go back to what, the 2012 Chiefs to find a team that's been worse in the red zone? And that team was 1-15? Yeah, I think they're 1-15. Yeah, 1-15. That's how bad it's been. So what are you talking about? But you know what, Carlin? I'm not surprised that he made that statement. You know why I'm not surprised? Mm. Because George Payton is the GM. You know what that means? He's the one that's responsible for hiring Nathaniel Hackett. He's the one that's responsible for extending Russell Wilson and giving him a quarter of a billion dollars when Russ had two
0: years left on his contract. Oh, okay, is he responsible or is the ownership responsible?
2: No, he's responsible. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the one that made the deal, Carlin. Yeah, He's the one that traded for Russell Wilson. That's you true. knew once you traded for him, you were going to have to pay him. Think about how many draft picks they gave up. Think about how many players they gave up. Come on, man. When Russ went into George Payton's office and said he wanted a new deal before the season, you know what George Payton had to do? Hand him a blank check. Uh, here's, uh, here's George on that contract. We
4: just want to get ahead of the contract cycle. We had saw how Russ was you know, in the offseason and training camp. Felt really good about Russ. We feel really good about Russ. Um, just really wanted to get ahead of it. Uh, we, we didn't want a lot of distraction uh, during the season. We feel really good about it. I feel good about that deal. I feel like it will hold up. I feel good about Russ.
0: So I marched right into Russ's
2: office and said, I'm giving you a new contract. You know what I heard just (laughs) now? Somebody trying to convince themselves because he kept repeating the same damn thing. Exactly. Let me keep saying it until I believe it. It'll start sounding better. We still feel really good about Russ. We feel good about the deal. We try to get ahead of the contract cycle with quarterbacks. We feel really good about it. You're playing yourself.
0: (laughs) Dull it out, winners, in just a moment. The road to the World Series goes through ESPN Radio. Catch all the postseason action presented by AutoZone on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Something feels wrong
2: about the World Series, not just the fact that my Yankees are not in it and the Houston Astros are, Mm -hmm. but I'm watching videos of the Houston Astros take BP ahead of game one tonight, and Reggie Jackson is out there. In an Astros hat. Now, he's an employee of the Houston Astros. But his Houston Astros hat, on the back of it, it's embroidered Mr. October. Oh. Could there be any more of a kick in the pants oh. to Yankees fans to seeing that? right now.
0: Only thing I can think of that would be worse would be for a mental skills coach to make a video of the 04 Red Sox coming from behind three nothing to try to motivate the Yankees against these. Oh wait, that Astros. happened.
2: You know something else I could think of that could be worse? Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman, the owner saying that they're coming back. You know what else could be worse after that? Aaron Judge signing with a rival.
0: Let's make ourselves feel better, okay? Please do. Time to earn some cash.
4: The taste of money, the smell of wealth.
1: It's Garland's best play of the night.
4: The taste of money.
1: It's a prime time parlay.
0: That's right, baby. We had it. We have got Thursday Night Football. The Baltimore Ravens visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: We are grabbing Thursday Night Football by the throat, by the way. We
0: are. If you have listened to the show, any bit of it, you know that Canty has been all over the Ravens today. They are one and a half point underdogs to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We are taking the Baltimore Ravens on the money line at plus one ten. Yes, sir. In a parlay with over Lamar Jackson total passing yards, two hundred and thirteen and a half. Over Lamar Jackson passing yards two thirteen and a half. That's correct. And then Lamar Jackson under a half interception in other words he does not throw a pick tonight Lamar Jackson does not throw a pick he throws for over 213 and a half yards and the Ravens win now which leg of the parlay do
2: you feel most confident in the Ravens winning okay which leg of the parlay do you feel least confident in because I feel like I know where you're going
0: Lamar throwing a pick Yes. I, I could see him throwing a pick, but the reason why I'm on board with this is because of everybody that's out in the secondary tonight. I was about to say, you got, yeah. got, got three-fourths of their secondary out. <laughs> well, this is a three-leg parlay that goes off at plus 570. Ooh, plus that's nice. 570. That's nice. That's juice. And we're going to drink it up because that's what we do. There's Hello. your time parlay.
1: Sometimes it's the worst. Worst. sometimes it's the best Bad best either way we'll get you straight with everything you need to know this is
0: three and out in case you missed it earlier today the chiefs acquired receiver Kadarius tony from the giants in exchange for a 2023 third round compensatory pick and a sixth round pick in the coming year for the giants it was Addition by subtraction in terms of culture, and for the Chiefs, it's taking a chance on a guy that, when he's on the field, has the possibility of being electric.
2: Well, Kadarius Toney is one of those players that gives you elements of what Tyreek Hill used to do. Now, he doesn't have the deep speed that Hill does, but what he can do is be a gadget guy on jet sweeps, reverses, double passes, Kadarius Toney has a lot of that in his background. And, Carlton, he's got a lot of juice as a slot receiver, too. One of the things we saw with Andy Reid and Tyreek Hill, they used to like to line him up as the slot guy, the inside receiver in three-by-one sets and run him across the formation to get those mismatches on underneath linebacker defenders and safeties. They could do a lot
0: of those same things with Kadarius Toney. Chris, Sam Ellinger will start for the Colts on Sunday. Indy wants to see him start for the rest of the season, just to see what he's got in terms of their future. Mm. Here's what Ellinger said on uh, or said earlier today on what people should expect from him: a young quarterback that has an ex- exciting style of play. Um, you know, doing everything you can to to move the ball, put points on the board. Our defense is playing great. Um, you know, being smart with the ball, getting it out on time, um, and you know, limiting the mistakes and, and playing to our strengths. Why would you say that? I
2: have no idea. Why Why do you need to come out and say that, Sam Ellinger? Why?
0: That made absolutely no sense. Why, why do you need to say, I don't understand why you need to say it, though. What's a, the point? A young quarterback with an exciting style of play? Sam. Huh. Well, young quarterback, oh, Sam. young quarterback, meet the commander's
2: defensive front. You know, guys like Deron Payne, mm-hmm. Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat. The guys that had Aaron Rodgers running for his life? Yeah. Let's see how that works out for
0: you. And finally last night, Chris. Exciting style of play? We'll see. The Lakers, they last night were so desperate for shooters – they were trying to take J.J. Reddick out of the broadcast
4: booth. Richard, we almost had a two-man booth tonight because uh, some of the Lakers were tempting J.J. to put on a jersey to help with that three-point shooting. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Like, J.J., you haven't been out that long. If you were to go just stand anywhere on the floor, just your just your sheer percentage would open up things on the floor. Have you thought about it at all? Well, I, I didn't think about it until Darvin Ham offered me a 10-day to play tonight. My issue was, though, it's really hard to breathe in Denver. Okay. And for
0: someone who hasn't gotten up and down a basketball court in 18 18- months i didn't think tonight was the right time to come back yeah that was dave pasch richard jefferson and jj Ufa, i'm i'm
2: glad they enjoy making fun (laughs) at the expense of the lakers and their fan base (laughs) i didn't enjoy hearing that i mean a a part of it is true it was true a part of it is true though that's what i'm saying i I think they
0: actually did offer him a
2: 10 day if (laughs) jj reddick put on a lakers uniform he instantly becomes the best shooter on the team Oh,
0: without if Carlin, he doesn't
2: even take a warm up shot, he does. Carlin, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Not only was it with Russell Westbrook in the shooting, but even with Anthony Davis, people aren't respecting A D shooting from the perimeter, and this is supposed to be a stretch five, man. You can't do it. This it's, is it's it's a mess. It's not good.
1: Check out Canty and Carlin, weekdays on
3: ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.